God's changing Oh, I'm gonna worship Till I meet every word Cause the way I feel And the fear I'm facing Doesn't change who you are Or what you deserve Come on
And that was um, To You the Glory by Maverick City. Thank you for joining me today again this Tuesday, beautiful Tuesday, uh, glorious Tuesday that the Lord's given us. Thank you for joining me. Um, I know you have choices to pick from, so I appreciate your company today. Um, I just want to start out with a quick prayer before we get started uh, with the show. We have a special guest today, so let me open up in prayer. Father God, I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you guide us today. You guide me, Father God, and that everything we do today, Father, is for your glory and for, for you, dear Jesus, and that and that you just continue blessing us, Father God, and you continue guiding us, Father God. I ask, Lord Jesus, for restoration in families, Father God. I ask for deliverance, Father God. I ask that circumstances change, dear Jesus. I ask that there's breakthrough today, Father God. In your holy name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. And those of you who are new to the show, um, just give you a quick uh, overview of what a Speak Life ministry is to me and to others that have been part of the ministry. Um, Speak Life ministry is an outreach ministry for individuals, families um, who are in dire need of, of healing, of answers, of just you know the, the, the Lord to come into their lives. And so I am merely a vehicle, a vessel of the Lord um, driving people to the cross, leading people to the cross. And so uh, that's what this ministry is about. Along with other programs, there are more prevention, uh, prison prevention programs in the ministry that are being put together as we speak. Um, and so the ministry birthed out of a critical situation in my life um, that uh, where I needed resources and didn't have them. And so the Lord Jesus has catapulted me into a fast track in the ministry for for people uh, and and for people to have these resources. Um, and so just quickly, uh, great and big news for, for the organization, for the ministry. So we are a nonprofit organization. Um, it's a, it's a, a faith-based ministry. And so um, last week I received my, my papers of, of uh, certificate of formation, so I'm very excited to announce that. We are a 501c3 organization um, where we have our, our um, bear with me one second, we have our certificate of formation, uh, we have our bylaws. We have certificate. Uh, I'm sorry, conflict of interest policy and disclosures. Organizational consent um, of Speak Life. Sorry, organizational consent of consent of directors for Speak Life Transformation Ministry, and then the um, EIN number. Uh, for, for the IRS, so we are a legitimate uh, nonprofit organization, and we do um, we do offer prayer. We offer um, you know resources and solutions for any of your problems that you may have that you don't have answers to. If we're not in your area, reach out to us. And um, if we're not in your area yet, because we are a global organization um, and reach reach a global audience. So if we're there's a need that you have, a prayer that you have. Um, feel free to reach out, and I believe the, the information, the contact information is scrolling, will be scrolling throughout the, the show. And so, um, if you belong to um, a nonprofit organization and you contribute in some capacity to some way, um, just be aware that the uh, quarterly reports should be available to you, as they will be for this ministry, uh, should be published somewhere um, on the website, on a website, or within the organization itself. Um, I myself will have that provided to anybody and everybody that contributes to the organization. So just a quick, you know, FYI or lesson here, um, we, uh, Speak Life Ministry, will have a quarterly reports um, provided to the public so that you can see how your donations and how your money is being spent within the organization. Um, and if you do want to contribute to the organization, um, the information will be provided also in the, in the, during the show. Um, and right now we have a bank set up through Zelle. Um, and you can contribute that way to the number of 972-800-7690. So 
Um, that's, that's about the formation of the organization for those of you who are new to the show and don't know what the show is about. Again, my, my obligation and God-given um, order is to bring souls to the cross, um, to, to provide healing and salvation for individuals that um, need a change in their life, a transformation, a complete transformation, as the Lord has done in my life. So thank you again for joining me. Um, also, I just want to make mention here real quickly, we are a global show, and we are reaching people, in, uh, of course, in the U.S., and the United Kingdom, Iran, Germany, Ireland, Canada, New Zealand, Italy, Brazil, and Japan. We, again, know that you have a choice to, to, to pick from, and uh, we want to thank you. I want to thank you personally for joining me today and um, ask you to share the link with your friends and family so that we can grow the audience and grow uh, souls for the Lord um, in this ministry. So thank you again. And if I missed a country that is currently watching, please um, make comment below in the show comments, and we'll be sure to say hi to you live on the air. So thank you again. Um, today we have a special guest. Her name is Kelly Garcia. I, I met Kelly at um, during one of our our women's ministry meetings uh, for Primerica, where I where I work currently, also. And um, she gave a powerful, powerful testimony and really impacted me and touched my heart. And I've invited her today to join me on the show. So she'll be coming up next. Again, any any questions or comments? If I missed your country and you want to say hi or want to come on the uh, come live on the on the show and ask questions or comments, please feel, feel free to do so. Um, and we thank you again for joining us. And um, up next, we have, uh, tee it up for me, Angela. What, we, what do we have next? I'm sorry, I don't have that one in front of me. We have Todo Cambio by, by Maverick City. Again, one of uh, Kelly Garcia's favorite songs. And so she's going to be joining me when we come back next. Thank you. Oh 
Me rescató, me dio vida 
And that was Todo Cambio by Maverick City. And I must say that that is a new song that I've not heard myself, so I'll be adding that to my playlist, Kelly. So now I want to welcome Kelly Garcia from Houston, Texas, who joins me live. Um, do we have Kelly? Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, thank you. So tell me what that song means to me. So I'm sorry, first, first introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about what that song means for you. Man, how could you not get excited, right? How could you not be in awe after listening to that song? And I know that it's in Spanish, but it's such a powerful song because it, the lyrics basically are telling you, man, my life changed since I met Jesus Christ, right? right. And he, he exalted me. He crowned me. He gave me confidence and, and he renewed me. He broke my chains. And I, I just that. identify so much. I remember the day that I heard that song. I was like bawling in tears <laughs> like a little baby because that's literally what he did with me in my life. That's awesome. um, but yeah, you said my name. My name is Kelly. Uh, I go by Kelly Jean, but Kelly's fine. I am from Houston, Texas. I'm 28 years old, so um, I'm young. I'm a little youngin, but I'm a very powerful and anointed. Yes, you are. Uh, Woman of God, right? Yes, you are. And yes, you are. Doing it all for His glory. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your your struggles and your your past life. What it was like to be Kelly in your in the old life. Man, Susie. Well, first and foremost, um, I want to just thank you for your obedience, right? Um, because a lot of times we let our flesh rise. Uh, when God is calling you to do something like you're doing today, you. um, and and we we start to doubt ourselves sometimes, right? That's our flesh rising. But you were obedient and you were bold, and you had the courage to reach out to me. Thank and you. now we're here. So thank you so much. I honor you, woman of God. And um, yeah, a little bit about you know who I used to be, right? Because the Bible says that once you come to Christ, you are a new creation. Right. So the old me, right? Uh, what the world uh, knew me for, what, you know, basically statistics would say about me. Man, my mom, um, she was a single mother. I It was just my mom, myself, and my older sister, which she's five years older than me. Uh, she raised us, right? She dedicated her life. She dedicated her life to us. Like, she never brought a man into our home. Um, it was always just us three. And, I mean, we struggled. My mom, being a single mother, she had to work two jobs. So, she was always uh, providing for us financially. But, you know, in the sense of her being present in the home, there was a lot of, of that that we missed out on. Um, and the reason being was because she was at home. So... From, from the moment that I was born, you know, statistics would consider me to be, you know, born in into poverty, born into, you know, um, a life where I would probably be in jail or, you know, just low class, right? And so, um, you know, growing up, I had to fend for myself a lot just because, you know, my mother was out working two jobs. She would go to work in the morning. She worked in the school system, so she was a cafeteria lady. Um, and then she would leave that job, rush back home to change into her next uh, uniform and then pick us up from school and then drop us back off either at a babysitter's or leave us at home. And she would run to another her second job. Yeah. So uh, when I say I, I had to fend for myself, it was more like, my sister looked out for me and we just looked out for each other right and we understood we understood why what was the reason 
Um, and what an but, amazing mom, right, Jean? I mean, Kelly, that that she 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 had to work two jobs, right? Sorry to mean to interrupt you, but what an amazing mom that you have that that fought the fought for for her children, right? Yeah, man. I I honestly like when I became a mother myself. Um, it just broke my heart, everything that I put her through, right? I, I understood that she suffered, and she suffered not because she wanted to, yes. but for us, right? Um, yes. For to give us a better life, she was trying to give us a better life. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, just to get back into that, you know, my mom, actually, I just, you know, want to throw it in there. She's from El Salvador, so she she's a, she's an immigrant, right? Well, she's she's been here for a while now, so she has her residency. Um, but she came from El Salvador, um, and she just, you know, she built a life for us here. Um, and, you know, growing up, I was, just to, to, just to touch on that topic of me being, you know, really hard on my mom, uh, as a juvenile, I remember... Being uh, the age of eight, nine, right? So my sister, like I said, she's five years older than me. So my mom started to trust her a little bit to, like, just leave us at home and for her to watch us versus her having to pay a babysitter. Um, And my sister was already kind of getting into, like, um, the wrong crowds. So being that we were always at home by ourselves, you know, I would always be outside riding my bike. She would be hanging out with the kids in the streets. And we were just... We were just doing, you know, what kids would do, like, really, when you grow up in the hood, right? When right. you grow up in the hood, it's like you're a victim. You fall victim to the streets and, and what's around you, right? Your right. cocoon. And I remember being the age of nine and being around my sister and her friends. And they had been smoking, and so they were already high as a kite. <laughs> and the joint... Because back in the days, it was basically joints, right? Joints yes. was the cool thing. So the yes. joint was passed to me, um, basically unconsciously, not knowing that I was a kid. And, I mean, I'm watching my sister do it, so I hit the joint. And it wasn't until I started choking. Oh, God. <laughs> but I couldn't, you know. And it's funny, but it's really not, right? Yeah. And so I was choking that my sister, I caught my, my sister's attention and she got mad and upset. So I just say that to say, you know, like like I said, you fall victim to your surroundings, right? And so I thought it was the normal thing at nine years old. And, you know, I have children myself now and I could, I would go crazy if I knew that, my, right. you know, somebody handed my, one of my children a joint. Right. Um, and- but... And, and if that choking sign wasn't the sign, you know, that, that God was sending us at first, right? And I can, I, can, I can attest to being, you know, somebody's first, you know, handover that I handed somebody their, their first joint and, and somebody handed me my first joint. So, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, my sister started to just, she just started to grow up in the streets. Um, and she ended up getting pregnant. Uh, but by this time... I was already about 10, um, 10 years old, and because of that, you know, my 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 mom, her eyes opened up to like reality. Like, hey, I need to be present, or right. if not, I'm gonna lose my my daughters to the streets. You know, like they're gonna end up both being pregnant, and something's gonna happen to them. And I mean, mind you, I grew up like you would say, not having rules because. Again, I had to fend for myself. So when she decided to quit her morning job, um, you know, she was always around now. And 
she just had all these rules for us what you couldn't do what you had you know what you had to do and and it was hard on me right to to adjust to that right and so that's when i started to rebel now she still did have to go to her second job and actually she had got my sister a job at her second job also because she was like you're pregnant like I'm not, you know, like you're you're gonna have to grow up since right. you want to grow up quick. Right. And um, I started staying at one of my best friends at the time, her house after school while they worked. Um, How old were you, Jean- uh, Kelly? I was uh, between the ages of ten and eleven. Okay. Uh, when you know she just didn't trust me being at home by myself, right. rightfully so, right? Um, and I started, you know, like, I was really close to them. My mom became real close to them. Like, we used to camp together during the summers. Um, and this friend was really a really good friend to me. Her her mother was also. Um, but this friend had a stepdad, Susie. Mm-hmm. And this is where everything, I feel like, um, changed in my life. Um, at this moment, uh, you know, I'm developing. Every young lady starts to develop around that age, you know. And... Mm. Um, I remember walking in and watching him do un- inappropriate things. And, you know, I mean, it, he would be like in the open, like the doors wouldn't be closed. And it wasn't like her mom was there and she was aware, like her mom would be out running errands and, you know, she'd be like, I'll be back quick. And he would take that time to like do just inappropriate stuff um, with her being unaware of right. this stuff. And, eventually like he you know started to um do inappropriate things to me now we never got as far as like raping me but i was so um lost and confused um and not Mm. knowing like how to react to this to where he would like you know just use me to stand there while he did inappropriate stuff Mm. then he would like you know rub against me and like just basically molest me you know touch me in in a in a way that it was not appropriate a grown man you know and that that was that was really hard uh for me to deal with Susie I still kind of get choked up because till this day I haven't talked to my mom about it but I remember wanting to like speak up but knowing that she was struggling financially um it almost felt like I can't tell her because then she's going to feel guilty. You know, she's going to feel like one of my daughters is pregnant and now my other one is suffering this and it's all because I have to work, you know? Um, So that that was really hard. So I I applaud you for for your courage to come out and say that because that is a very, very touchy subject that people don't like talking about, but that will be one of my next shows. Um, I was just talking to a friend of mine last night about this very same topic. So thank you for sharing that. Keep going. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, of course. Um, definitely very touchy. I remember the moment I finally told my sister, um, just so we can wrap up that story, but it was not long ago. It was about two, three years ago. We went to a funeral together, um, and she was riding with me, and I knew that I had to release that, Susie, and Man, I remember just feeling the same knot I always felt every time I wanted to say what happened. You know, every time I wanted to, like, just speak up about what happened to me, I I would always get this knot in my throat to, like, try to shut me up. Like, I literally couldn't speak. 
And I remember at that moment telling God, like, I need to release this, Lord, help me release it to my sister. And honestly, I wanted to hear if that ever happened to her, you know, right. like, I just wanted to have that uh, open conversation with my sister. And, and so I let her know and, and, and it was very freeing. It was very freeing for me, it felt very good. It felt, it felt like finally, you know, like just a relief, right. you know, I finally get it off of my chest off of my back and and just move on right yeah. so if anybody has ever dealt through the, uh you know through molestation or anything like that and they still struggle mm. with opening up about it i definitely encourage you to to open up go to therapy seek somebody that you know you you can you can trust and that they will encourage you in a way where they will uplift you and and just kind of like how you applauded me and, you know, just gave me credit for being brave and, and have that courage, um, do that. It will free you from a lot uh, of, you know, just trauma that you're yes. carrying around that God does not want you to continue to carry, right? I think it's important. Um, yeah, I think it's important, right, that we raise awareness because it happens so often um, in so many homes. And a lot of times it just gets brushed under the rug or hush hush don't talk about it um but so many people are affected by that that by that topic and by that action that it's that spirit of perversion right that we need to break and we need to we need to cast yeah. out it's generational uh, generational spirit that that gets passed on passed on passed on passed on and so again i was talking to one of my friends last night about about this very topic um and i and i am considering doing a show just on this very topic itself so like like uh, kelly said if you are a victim of this and and want to express or want want to get help or want to be prayed for um reach out to one of us we're here to help you get through that kelly we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about your struggle your previous struggles and how god delivered you from from that life that you were leading so you don't want to miss the next segment please come back and join us thank you Your love will find me And when I'm lost and confused and I 
love is always there. No matter where I go, your love is always there. No matter where I go, your love is always there. No matter where I go, your love is always there. Walking in circles, trying to find my way. Life's troubles, they always double. I can hardly pray. Part of you, meaning is him, is what I always say. But I can't seem to get past what I have done today. I felt like I've been done away. Problems come, I run away. You don't owe me anything, already gave your son away Perfect example on how you love me through my imperfections I'll tell the truth to everyone so there's no misconceptions Since a youngin' felt like my life was less than anyone I lived in fear, that was the reason that I kept a gun Depression kept me in bondage, that's why I smoked a ton Until the day I felt the presence of the risen one And it was done No matter how far I go, your love, yeah Thank you again for joining me and Kelly. We are coming to you live from Fishbowl Radio Network. And I'm going to toss this back to Kelly. Kelly, you want to pick it back up? Yes, ma'am. The song you just listened to is Love Will Find Me by Antoine Hill, one of my favorites. Um, I just love KMF music and everything that they do. Um, and just to continue on um, about my testimony you know after that happened you know like i told you that was like where my life changed um i really started to seek drugs after that um i was smoking you know i got into sanex pills so you know we call them bars so i was popping bars all the time just trying to numb that you know um i started to rebel a lot i felt like mom had all these rules and in my head i'm like well you don't understand why i'm acting up right and the more i would act up the more she would try to be strict and like just hold me hostage it almost felt like she was holding me hostage but little did i know you know she like now i know she was just trying to protect me yeah uh, and just keep me safe and 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 you know guide me to the right path i was raised in a catholic church so uh very uh religious you know and early on by the age of like 14 13 i remember like knowing being aware of uh you know and not to judge but just feeling like they were very hypocritical the right. people in that church you know like they would come to church and then they would go drink but then they would look down on me for being a rebellious child you know right. and it's like well you're doing this you know just because you're an adult doesn't mean that it's any better right, right. like um and just feeling very judged by the church versus support it right mom felt it also um and i would have these conversations with her like mom why are you dealing with these people like you can't even come to them and feel them you know wanting to help you they're just listening so they can turn around and judge us you know Uh, but i started to to get into the juvenile system you know i would get into fights i would you know get caught with drugs and um, early on, about the age of 13, I started going in and out of a juvenile detention. Um, it got to a point where I had to live in placements as a juvenile for months at times, you know, for six months. Sometimes it was nine months. 
and um, basically grew up there, right? Uh, and that happened. Well, I had a best friend, Susie, and this is kind of where my life started to change in a good way. Um, a lot of tragedy had to happen. Um, but I had a best friend um, since seventh grade all the way until, you know, 19. Um, I had a best friend. She knew everything about me. I mean, we did everything together. We partied, yada, yada. At this point, I'm a single mother now. I had my first child at the age of 18. And so, you know, I'm raising her. Her dad ended up going to jail. He's still in the system. Um, he's been there. She's now 10 years old. So she's, he's been there since the age she was three months. Mm-hmm. Don't have any communication, you know, with him. But bless his heart, you know, still pray for him. Um, uh, but anyways, I don't want to get sidetracked. Um, because I was a single mother, I had to, you know, fend for myself That's again, right. right? Yes. And it was just this, this this cycle that I was in. And I started to work as a as an entertainer, as a stripper, right? right. And so that was just easy money, lots of money at a right. time. And it had everything that I was already used to, the drinking, the drugs, the smoking, you know, the glamorizing my body and like just making me feel like I was, you know, on top of the world, right? Um, but it wasn't, to, and I lived that life until I was about 20 um, since the age of 17 all the way to the age of 20. Wow. And the the pivot there happened when my friend passed away. Um, Carla had passed away. She died in a car accident. Oh, so and when she passed away, Susie, it was very, like, uh, eye-opening for me. Yeah. Because I, being that I was stripping, I had a lot of money saved. And I remember coming to God and saying, God, I have all this money, but I still can't bring her back. Right. You know, and that's when I started to seek the Lord, which I want to, you know, plug in Mama D. I haven't spoke to her. And since I was 14, I met this, you know, older um, African-American lady in juvenile. And she would come and serve. And as a volunteer, she would come and she would praise dance and she would sing to us and just bring the word of God into yeah the juvenile system and so I still to till this day remember her and remember feeling that love and support from her but thank I, God I, for, I Mama, for Mama D's right thank God for them amen yes I, w- I would remember the things that she would like the scriptures that she would bring to me right like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens amen. me right uh, my heart and my flesh may fail me but you know, God, you are my portion. That's like, right. and these were little scriptures that at the time I didn't think would, you know, help me right. e- e- years later, you know. Uh, but when she passed away, I, I spiraled into like this depression, Susie, where I wanted mm-hmm. to die. Yes. I was doing all sorts of drugs. Like, I was already doing drugs, but at this time I was like popping ecstasy, smoking coke, popping bars, drinking, smoking, mm. all in the same day, like, in like, a matter of hours I was intoxicated I did wow. not care if I didn't wake up like I was so gone my spirit was so gone and I remember uh, one time encountering Holy Spirit well it's so funny because God can find you that's wherever. right wherever God has no limits Amen. right Amen. and he found me which is funny because it was an altercation that was going to happen and some lady came up to me and spoke a word over me and it just gave me chills but uh you know i started to go to this church that this lady went to and i remember the moment i encountered holy spirit susie yeah it was 
so refreshing Amazing. and freeing. Yes, it was yes. a moment of prayer where yes. I, I, I went up to the altar call. I just knew I had to go. And they prayed over me and they told me, you will never be able to walk in the places that you walk into. Amen. Amen. Right. And so at the time it was like, okay, I understand. Um, you were just praying for me. Right. Um, but that moment that encounter I had with the Holy spirit was so real, Susie, like yes. I was crying, like ugly crying, like a baby. I'm sure <laughs> but in my crying, yeah. I felt everything leaving yes. and yes. joy coming yes. over me. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. I'm crying. And at the same time I'm laughing and it was just, I was a hot mess. Right. Yes. But that weekend, Thank you, Jesus. Um, Thank you, Jesus. That weekend I went back to the club my normal routine i went and when i tell you i saw demons it was the scariest thing ever and i remember running from that club like i couldn't even after i saw the demons i felt like i was choosing to to come into the devil's playground yes. and play with him at this strip club yeah i could see the demons oh, i get chills everywhere i get chills everywhere does. kelly I of addiction yes. i can see all these demons and it was so scary to the point that i you know put my normal clothes on and i left and yeah. on my way home on that drive home i told god i am so sorry yes i was repenting Hallelujah. and i didn't even know what repenting really was Hallelujah. you know i just knew that i saw that and my eyes were open to the life that i was living right and, mm. you know, thank God for City on a Hill Church. That was the first church that I had ever encountered Holy Spirit. Yeah. I kind of told you how I grew up Catholic. So we were never taught about Holy Spirit. It was always La Virgen and, Maria, right? The Virgin Mary yes. or the saints. But never Holy Spirit, really, right? Yes. And so, um, yeah, thank God for that church. Eventually, I met my husband. And, and Kelly, you know, question. Was that the first time that you actually encountered um, you know, Satan in its purest and its in its in its in its form. Uh, was that the first time that you dealt with spiritual warfare? Um, I feel like all my life, I sp I felt uh, I, I dealt with spiritual warfare, but that was the first time that you know, like the Bible says, your your the veil will tear, yes. you know, your eyes, and and so my eyes, I just felt like that that veil was torn, That's and awesome. I can see That's clearly awesome. the life I the life I was choosing to yes. live. And what did that feel like for me? I know you you it was a, you you felt scared, right, and fearful, but to get out of there, but just that that feeling of of knowing the veil has been lifted, right? Isn't that an amazing amazing feeling? Um, in a way, I didn't feel like it was amazing at the time, but I knew it was time. Yes. I knew it was time. It was like, you've been doing this and glamorizing this your whole life, and that's not that's not right. Yes. You know, it was almost like a sign for me that you're heading towards destru destruction, right, right? right? Like what you've been asking for with drinking and doing all these drugs, you're going to get it if you don't get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. um, but... You know, just to keep going, um, because I'm wrapping it up here. I got married um, two years ago, but I met my husband seven years ago. And, you know, he kind of, not to blame him or anything because we have free will. But right. when I got with him, he kind of pulled me away from my church walk, my faith walk yeah. uh, with God, my walk with God. And I can admit that, that I allowed That's myself right. to to put a man before the lord That's right. right and 
and I had to check myself, right? Check my heart at some point. But, you know, God knows what he's doing. And he, you know, cleaned my husband up. He cleaned me up. And now me, my husband, we are serving God, you know, boldly, uh, courageously. God has allowed me to serve at my church, Get Wrapped Church here in Houston. And the youth ministry, right? My husband went from a secular rapper to a Christian hip hop artist. That's awesome. And Praise it's Jesus. Just been, it's just been amazing the transformation that, that he has done in my life, Susie. Yes. Um, I remember the first time that that you know a church called me to ask me to to, to speak my testimony, right? So shout out to his house church. Um, they actually sowed a seed, you know, yes. and I didn't even, I wasn't expecting that, yes. but I remember being so nervous, you know, <laughs> and I just, you know, I want to end with this is just like, God can use anybody. Right? right. Um, and you just have to have that, that courage. You just have to trust in him that, that it's not, it's not even me. It's That's what right. he's done in me yeah. that allows me to share you know his his glory this testimony of healing restoration and forgiving you know yes well what a beautiful beautiful testimony kelly it's amazing and it you're right like it's you give up you give up your your own self right for the new self and god and people start to see that you exude love god's love and god's forgiveness and god's acceptance right and so you leave that old person behind and i want to thank you kelly for spending an hour with me today and sharing your testimony because I'm sure just like you and I there are people out there who either have a testimony or who want to walk a life to be able to give a testimony right um, and that's what this platform is for it's it's encouraging others to hear the testimony and seek a higher power seek God because he is the only God the only God that can bring you through anything anything in darkness any of your dungeons any of your prisons he's the only God that can do it so we're going to take a quick break and come right back and we'll be uh, talking a little bit more about Kelly and what she's doing today
beautiful song that was um kelly what was that song that you teed up for us that was jubilee by maverick city music i love maverick city by the way i will make it a goal to have them on the show one day um, before we move on to the closing segment with kelly i want to just re- read a word real quick that god put in my heart this morning uh, that can that relates really to to kelly's story and to stories out all over the world i'm sure in psalms um psalm 77 it says i cried out to i cried out to god for help i cried out to god to hear me when i was in distress i sought the lord and i'm going to jump around here a little bit three says i remember you god and i i groaned i meditated and my spirit grew faint you kept my eyes from closing I was too troubled to speak. I'm going to jump down at 13 where it says, Your ways, God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. 
and I can't read all of it because I'm emotional, but I'm going to jump over to, 40, uh, to Psalm 78. It says, My people, hear my teachings. Listen to the words of my mouth. And I want to encourage everybody to just look up Psalms 77 and 78. And I'm really touched by Kelly's story because, like I said, a lot of us can relate to the trauma, to the hurt, to the pain that people inflict on us and sometimes we inflict on ourselves and and this ministry is to help people in these situations to bring them hope and to bring them to the cross and ultimately ultimately to salvation so kelly i'm going to toss it back over to you sorry for getting emotional um i get i get emotional when i when i read the word and um and thank you again for sharing your story with us you want to close it up for us and tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing today and how God has blessed you? Yes, ma'am. I'll go ahead and close it out with this, man. God planted seeds since I was a little girl, right? Whatever the enemy meant for evil, God can turn it and right. he uses it for his good, for his kingdom, right? And so now, you know, the Lord had placed on my heart beginning of this year to start a woman's bible study um every thursday and let me tell you sometimes i do not feel like doing it <laughs> but you know um uh, behind your obedience right behind that obedience there's always a blessing right yes. and, and i'm just thankful that i'm able to bless other women with just encouragement in you know the word of god um, my husband and i like i mentioned before we do music ministry well he's the music the musician and we do it all over the united states right uh we're thankful to be covered by kmf music um who are really well known um and then the business that we have right now that you know god has provided in is in primerica right we're in the financial services field uh we're growing man we teach people uh financial literacy right um how to get properly protected with life insurance how to invest for their retirement right how just just yeah. to how to have a plan financially because the sad thing is a lot of people don't plan for right. you know just that and the system the school system fails us every time when it comes to learning about financial stability and financial literacy so that's what we have going on. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at MRS Kelly Jean. Uh, so Miss Kelly Jean. Um, and man, I it's been an honor to be here, Susie. Thank you once again. Thank you to uh, Fishbowl Radio for having me. Yes. And I'll just be praying for this ministry. Thank you so um, much. And lifting all up. I pray blessings over everybody that was under the sound of our voice today. Thank you. I just speak fire for... Uh, fire of the Holy Spirit and freedom over everybody that tuned in to today, right? There's freedom in King Jesus. That's right. Well, since you're praying, you want to take it out. You want to close it up in prayer. And again, those of you listening and who wish to support the ministry, you can you can Zell donate to 972-800-7690 if you're interested in being a partner and or sponsoring or supporting this ministry in any capacity. Kelly, I'm going to let you close in prayer. And thank you again for joining us. God bless you, everybody. Have a great day. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for the ability to be able to just glorify your name today through this platform, Father God. Let it never be about us, Father God, but always about you.
Lord. We point each and every person that is watching or listening to you, Father God. I thank you, Jesus, that you will bring a renewal of everybody's yes. mind that is listening or tuned in, Father God. Lord, I thank you that you bring strength. Lord, that your strength is perfected in our weakness, Father God. So, Lord, Amen. I pray that you just restore and heal everybody on here that is dealing through a storm, through a season, Father God, through a battle, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you remind them that they can have confidence because you have already won that victory, Amen. Father God, that they are not fighting for victory, but from victory, Lord, and that they stand on your promises, Father God. I thank you, Jesus, for Susie and everybody, all of her team, Father God, that was working, Father, to just uh, be able to advance your kingdom through this uh, ministry, Father God. Amen. I just ask that you bless them, Father God. Bless them tenfold, Father God, so that they can continue, Lord, to serve you, Father God. Jesus, I pray healing over everybody that has been dealing with trauma, Lord. Every burden, we pray that it lays at your feet, Father God, and that you can free, Father God, them from any spiritual warfare, Father God, any hindering spirits, any um, anything that is not of you, Lord. We bind and rebuke it now, and we just pray Amen. blessings over uh, everybody uh, listening and the team over there at Fish uh, Fishbowl Studios, Father God, Amen. and in my home as well father god i pray for a refreshing anointing to fall fresh on us today thank and it's in father. jesus mighty name that we pray yes, amen. Yes. amen 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 thank you kelly thank you again thank you everybody for joining us thank you god bless y'all bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.
Yeah.